Welcome everyone to Ladder and Pride Orlando. We are back, guys. Uh, thank you so much for being live with us. Uh, we're delighted to be back for another episode. So thank you so much. Happy New Year to every single one of you. Happy 2024. Um, so we have a lot of good changes coming up here for the pod. We're going to be talking about a lot of news that have uh, happened in the Orlando City world in the OC Twitter, right? Uh, Nico Lodero is a Orlando City player now. Uh, one of, I think one of the best MLS uh, signings in, in history, in my opinion. Uh, for Se Seattle Sounders has won every single thing a, a player wants to win in the league. Uh, a heavily experienced uh, veteran presence right there in the mid. Uh, a plug and play, they say, from um, Mauricio Pereira. So we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to talk about our depth, uh, rumors, news, uh, people that have left, people that may, may be coming in, and all of that. I know that you guys have been yearning for Orlando City content, so we're here uh, to deliver it for you, uh, like always. Uh, with me is John and Paola. John, how are you, my friend? Uh, good evening. Excellent, man. Ready for a new, you know, 2024, a new year, new pod, and uh, excited already by uh, the moves that we're making, and I'm ready for some some big players to come in. I think, you know, Nico is a big signing, but I'm hoping for even bigger <laughs> signing hopefully soon. You That's know, right. Maybe still, fingers crossed. Paola, how are you? Good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's to our listeners and to you, John, and to you, Luis. Excited to be back. I'm excited for this 2024. I don't know. I think we might have, you know, cooking a little bit of a start in our, you know, up in our logo. So let's finish up in the off season. I know that, like John said, we signed Nico Loredo, but I feel that there's more people more important coming up. I don't know. But I'm excited to be here as always. And um, let's jump in. Yeah, I mean, we're making a lot of changes, um, especially with, um, you know, how the the way the pod looks and feels. Um, you know, obviously, this since we started this adventure, it's been ongoing changes. You know, Paula coming on board, people also leaving the pod and John joining in. And, you know, we just kind of want to we want to make sure that we are providing the best content possible for you guys. And we also want to make sure that we are, um, you know, providing you know the best experience too right to the listener and to the viewer so uh you know we're making some little changes so the first change that we're making obviously is tonight 7 30 p.m right uh, monday uh we're gonna also be having a second uh pod during the day uh during, during the week and then we're i guess announcing also a specifically pride podcast for Loud and Proud Orlando. So um, Pride is going to have its own content that uh, we're going to be providing uh, because I think they deserve it. And I think we believe, I think John, Paul, and I believe that they're going to have a monster season, uh, probably uh, topping this last one, you know. So uh, we're very definitely uh, happy to announce that. There's a, a, a couple of few changes. And also, um, one of the biggest ones is the logo. We are definitely getting rid of of, of the of the old logo that was there. Not because, you know, we just kind of want to, you know, have a fresh start, right? And uh, we want also want to make you guys part of 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 the process of, of, of building this with us. So, um, I'm going to put, I'm going to play the video uh, that, you know, I want to give thanks to Oz. Um, he's he's an amazing designer. I know if you're in the OC Twitter, you've seen the beautiful stuff he makes. Uh, you know, look, if the club's listening, come on, man. You guys have like a decked out there uh, graphic designer right there. Um, all his info is going to be available in the description of this video in this episode. And also, if you go into the poll that you voted for the logo, his Instagram is going to be there. Follow him. Check all his stuff. Uh, he's he's out of this world. Although also we're going to put at the end of the of the show his his Twitter information as well. So uh, we're going to play uh, the video for the logo. Here we go. 
All right, what are your thoughts, John? Well, for those of you who just uh, listening, we got like three logos. You have yeah. to check it out and vote at home. But the first one is like a lion, really, is the main sort of theme in the middle. They're all circular, but this one has a lion in the middle. The second one is like LPO, big LPO um, in the middle. And then the third one, sort of a, a supporter, like holding flares up with a mask on and a hoodie. Um, really, for me, I, I like all of them. I think they're all really good. And I want to say, repeat, you know, thank you to Oz for for being yeah. awesome and, and designing these for us. I think uh, for me, I, I really kind of like number two, I think because it's the gold and, and the and the purple, but also really number one as well because the lion, you know, everyone likes it. I mean, it looks like a really fierce lion. So I think all of three of them are great and I'll, I'll be happy with any of them, but I'm going to go either for me, number two, because it's our, our purple and gold and I like the big LPO. Um, but I think, you know, so far, number one is the big hit online uh yeah so percent of the vote on youtube so far so that was in the lead we'll have to see see what happens but paulo what do you think i like oh it's it's a difficult when you guys send it to me i'm like uh really this is a tough one but i really like number one um and and i agree let's let's see if we can change i don't know the the gold put there the gold i don't know but i i really like number one and number three too but my heart is going more with the number one. I think if uh, I know, let's see what people, you know, let's see what the people say. Cause I mean, that's exactly what they're, you know, I'm going to go into the actual, if I go back here and we go into community, the polls right here, right in community. Right. So I was going to, it's 33 votes so far. Uh, obviously it, if I click, I'm going to be part of the voting. So I don't want to do that live right now. I but let me go. I voted already. So I'm a Yeah. Cheat. So I haven't voted yet. So um, let me go and look through another set of eyes here. And I if voted. I look I here on my phone, uh, it says for me right now, number one is 67%. Number two is 9%. It's probably. Just me who voted on that one. And logo three is uh is twenty-four percent. So logo one is by far and away the winner so far. But hey, like I said, it's gonna be up for yeah, a whole so, week, right? So or um Yeah, logo one, yeah, yeah logo one it right now has yeah, sixty-eight percent and logo two is nine percent and logo three is twenty-four. You know, I, I we have people saying that they like all of them. We also have uh, pardon me, uh, people on, on Instagram too that have commented on the on the actual video that we posted. And people are saying number one, number one, number one, you know, number one is winning right now. You know, I, I, I mean, what do you think? It's if, well yeah, in the lead. It's going to take a lot to stop it. Right. What about number one with the gold color? Maybe, uh, maybe Oz will do that for us. Maybe he'll take yeah. that on board. But yeah. also, he's probably got his reasons why he went silver. So I don't want right. yeah. to paint his artistic yeah. integrity. You know, <clears throat> maybe the maybe the kid, maybe the us. maybe he's hinting the new kid. I don't know. Maybe silver. You know, it's kind of in our wheelhouse. Silvery, purpley. Yeah, right. I think it just looks classy. All three of them look classy. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I think it'll be great to have a new logo, regardless of which one wins. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening, uh, you're also going to have. Um, the ability to to not only subscribe to a YouTube channel, uh, but once you subscribe, you're going to be able to go into the community section and you'll see the poll right there and you'll be able to vote. Uh, we're going to be voting the whole week. And then uh, then we're going to make the announcement of the new logo and then, you know, the new designs and all that stuff that's coming. And uh, we're also going to get a new intro with a new, with, you know, with a new song. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a whole process. It's going to be really fun. Uh, you guys are definitely going to enjoy it. And uh, anyways, um, I wanted to just dive into the news. And, uh, you know, right now there's a lot of news that have happened. Um, the first one is, uh, I, I believe, if, if, you know, what happened just just we, we reported it um, a little early by sources. Um, it was Luca Petrasso leaving the, the team. Right, so Luca Petrasso is loaning, uh, according to well, MLS MLS Network posted it today, uh, loaning Luca Petrasso to Serie C, Italian side Triestina Calcio. The 23-year-old Canadian left back 
We'll have a purchase option around the 300K mark. Trusted as a peer 14 times for Orlando City, uh, for Orlando City uh, since arriving from Toronto FC in 2022. Uh, so Federico Di Marcio was the one who announced it. So, uh, guys, um, what are your thoughts, Paula, of Luca leaving? I mean, he didn't get a lot of minutes um, after his injury coming back to the team. So I, it's going to be good for him and his development. He's still young. Um, and probably they're offering him more minutes at Orlando City because we clearly saw that he was like um, Santos took his place because primarily Santos was going to be in that position before he came into the club. He adjusted and then Petrazo had to go to the bench. So I'm happy for this player because if we were not going to give him minutes, it's better to loan him out and give the opportunity to someone else in the club. Uh, what about you, John? Look at Petrasso leaving. It, it seems like the depth on the left back side right now, we only have Rafael Santos. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Paul. I think it, what I said, remember earlier when we were talking about who might stay yeah. and go, like early, like last year, I said maybe there's a chance Petrasso, you know, because when he did come back, Oscar was reluctant to put him in the lineup. I think right. I think it sounds harsh, but I think Oscar lost a little faith in him and lost a little trust in him, right? Like he there were some mistakes he made and he didn't seem like he was keen to put Petrasso in the lineup. But when Oscar's like very picky about his defenders and who he plays, if he's not gonna trust you, he's not gonna play you. And at his age, 23, 24, like he has to play like now in order to be able to develop to become the player. We want him to, you know, be a starter. He needs minutes now. So I think when we signed him from Toronto, there was a chance that maybe, you know, we got a good deal. And I thought, oh, as a young left back, he's cheap. Maybe there's a limit <laughs> to how good he can be, right? So this is a loan. I've seen maybe some reports that it's a loan to buy. So yeah. it could be the last we've seen of, of Luca in purple. I don't know. We'll see, but I agree entirely that if it he is going, and it seems like he is going on loan, regardless this near this year, we're going to need another left back because last season it was playing you know Smith whenever Santos was out. Um, you know, I, I do want to add that um, you know when it comes to to Petrasso, you know, a great talent. I mean, no doubt. Uh, I think he helped us a lot in the beginning of the, and uh, but I believe his heart was also abroad. <laughs> so, I mean, he liked our post when we first announced it. I think we were the only people outside of, you know, the source that that posted that out within the OC Twitterverse, and uh, Petrasso, even though he doesn't mention it, he's very active. And he's always looking around, and he's always checking out our Instagram also, Luca. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. So he liked the post. I also want to say he's, he's a really, like, none of this is personal. He's a really nice guy. Like, you can tell yeah, he's very a cool friendly, guy. you know, very friendly guy. And also, like, I very want him to play. Like, I feel like he's yeah. been bounced around a bunch of MLS clubs, never got, like, real play time. So if Siri, like, Siri C is great level for him like he'll be able to you know do well in that league so i think it's great if he gets a move and uh, you know he's obviously got italian roots living in italy playing football playing soccer doing football in italy it's not a bad life no i i agree wholeheartedly so uh, we, we wish him the best of uh, of luck to look up at um you know I, I don't know if i'll say forever hashtag forever a lion but uh... we, don't, we don't know maybe he's gonna come back who knows TBD. Forever okay. a lion, but, uh, you know, uh, we definitely wish him the best. And But obviously, we, you know, we have to talk about um, one of the, I mean, we talked about it on the pod also. Uh, and, you know, there were rumors that, you know, you know, people may be asking for a little bit more. Wilder Cartagena was going to sign back with Orlando City. There was no doubt he was going to leave. Uh, there were some rumors from Peru circu circulating that, you know, some Peruvian teams may be interested in, in bringing him back into Peru. 
there was no way after Oscar pretty much revamped his career and his staff, you know, and he felt so comfortable within Orlando, he was just going to let that go. I mean, it just didn't make a lot of sense. What uh, to me, this is a great, I mean, a great re-signing um, of, of Wilder. Uh, a cornerstone of a great season that we've had so far that's going to be really, uh, I mean, it's going to be tough to to topple in, in a way. I don't know. What do you what do you think there, Paola? You think that, uh, I mean, I think he's going to be great. Uh, you know, it, it mean, was a great move by the front office. I mean, if we didn't sign him, I was going to get mad. Because yeah. it was a no-brainer not to sign Wilder Cartagena. He was part of the formula who, you know, get them us the momentum that we had. He he were he was like Mr. Clutch. Let's let's put it that way. He was defending, doing some assists and some go important goals in our in our game. So it was a no brainer that if if they were like in doubts, I'm doubting the front office, but I don't think they they had doubts on signing him. So I'm happy that he's staying. Um, it wasn't. For me, it wasn't a surprise when I saw his post. A lot of people were like criticizing Orlando um, because they put like hints of his tattoos on the posting. But the reality is, he didn't had this like welcoming when he came to Orlando of when course. we signed him like as a loan. So mm -hmm. understand that part that he deserved to be like featured. Um, like other any other player in the in the um, in the team, so I'm happy for him and happy for his family because I I know that he likes to be in 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 Orlando. You know, um, you know, to me the best game he's had, to me, uh, it was the four four nil win Orlando against Toronto. I mean, he completed like over over ninety eight percent of his passes, I think, on that game. I mean, he was a monster, and then obviously the banger he did against. Uh, against Nashville, you know what I mean? That 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 was to me one of the the best goals I've seen. Uh it it, it cost a huge buzz in Peru. And uh, I mean, people even in Peru recognize that hey, you know, he's playing better than he did in Argentina in the MLS. So what are your thoughts, John? I mean, I think this was a great move by the front office. I mean, uh, nothing to add on Wilder. I I agree entirely. I think he just You know, he was so integral the last year. Like Paula said, it would have been frustrating if we hadn't got him back. You know, just like Oscar was a massive piece, obviously, of last year. So, and Angulo, that brings me on to the next one, right? So, we managed to bring a lot of our pieces from last year back. You know, run it again or run it back or re-roll, just like uh, everyone's been saying. We're, we're started on that process. I think... I don't know who else we really need to bring back. Like we're we're happy to let go of Antonio. We're, we you know we obviously happy to let go of Mauricio. We're going to replace those guys, but we weren't ready to let go of Wilder or Angulo. So the fact that we bring both those guys back is huge. You know, I know that there was a lot of things were said regarding uh, Ivan that maybe Palmeiras is playing hard to get. That you know, uh, maybe Palmeiras wants three million dollars. You know, there was no way Palmeiras was gonna ask for three million dollars. So uh, it was a great deal by Orlando City. It was a no-brainer. It was you know, this is a player that again, Oscar and his his coaching staff boosted tremendously. I mean, he came as you know, okay, we'll see how this guy works out, type of thing, right? We I think. The, the OC fan base were more because of the buzz of Gaston Gonzalez. I think there were, at least I was, I don't know. I mean, I want to talk about myself. I, I was more, you know, gung-ho on Gaston Gonzalez getting that um, starting position, right? And here comes young Ivan Angulo from Palmeiras being a sub, I think, his whole entire career. And boom, like immediate impact, got, a, you know, got used to Oscar system in a, a no brainer, skillful, tactical player. I think he needs to do a little work on his finishing still a little bit, but I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Uh, an integral part of the, of the puzzle. That, that's uh, why he's worth a million though. I mean, like he, I love right. the guy, <laughs> but 
you he know, dribbles he's not like worth Vinny, three million because he, he doesn't bury it every time. If he did that, he'd be <laughs> worth you know ten million, right? So, I I think for one billion, he's a very good player, like you said, and it's good value for money. What what about you, Paula? I was a little bit afraid on this one because I saw that Palmeiras was like asking a lot of money and then they were like kind of hesitant to to let him go and I'm, i was like don't be selfish you had this player on the bench you didn't care about him until we like oscar pareja it's um, like a child who's like thing. i was not done playing with that toy exactly <laughs> like i want my toy now like what are you doing with him so i was i was a little bit afraid but at the same time I'm like, there's no way that Orlando front office is going to leave him. Oh, okay, you're not going to give us our toy. Well, whatever. Don't like, they're, they're not going to fight. They fought for him, and I'm happy that he's back with, with us. And probably he will do finishing drills now more often <laughs> for this season. So I'm, I'm happy that he's back because he's, like I said, like with um, Cartagena, he's part of the formula that got, got us where we were last season. And I do want to say this signing for Orlando came in a great time because Real Madrid deposited all the money for Endrick uh, to Palmeiras. So Palmeiras said, okay, so I'm getting a bunch of millions from Spain and now I'm getting one million from Orlando. Yeah, go ahead. You know, meh. You know I'm not going to play hard to get. It's not like we need Angulo anyways. I mean, Palmeiras are really... I mean, they're Flamengo's rival. Like, they're, like, right there. So, you know, I think to me, Angulo is a player that brings speed. Um, also, he's great defensively, a very tactical player, very tactical player for Oscar system. So um, I'm, I'm glad that he's back. So um, definitely moving on. Uh, I, I do believe that uh, we need to talk about um, one of the biggest buzz, uh, one of the biggest um, – players in our squad i, I believe um the helen of the heartland uh and to me you know one of the best players in the team that has gotten a lot of bus abroad duncan mcguire um i believe that he still needs one more season in the mls i think he's a player that you just don't want to drop off in RWD Molenbeek. I never heard about that team. I don't play that team on FIFA and or sorry, FC24. Um, so good, good. Hi, nice to meet you. I, I don't know who you are, uh, but Blackburn, like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like this could be if we let him go a little early. Um, he may not really, I, I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to be another Chris Mueller, right? Uh, at that point, I mean, to be honest, and, uh, I think that he has a lot to give to Orlando for one more season and, and then he can maybe go and get into a mid table Portuguese team or, you know, maybe in France, he could play in France, he could play in Spain and maybe like a, like a mid tier team, you know, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like he still needs to give one good season and uh, to to the MLS and then go shine like a diamond. I don't know what are your thoughts there, John, uh, with all those rumors of Duncan being targeted. I, I think you're right. I think uh, you know Blackburn Rovers can <laughs> kind of like throw in load bins when they want, but we're not gonna. We're not idiots. Like yeah, but yeah, but you have to understand the Blackbird fan. They're like, who are you, uh, man? Like yeah, you're exactly. Orlando City. I, I think that's. I think Blackbird grossly underestimate either their power or you know how strong the MLS is. But uh, again, with some of the other teams, I think, I think for me, it, you know, obviously there's connections there with bigger teams in France. Um, so maybe that would be the plan, but really I would be more afraid of like a premier league team coming in not necessarily play him immediately, but like a Chelsea or an Arsenal who are like, yeah, we'll just buy you now for like, you know, five or 6 million and then just loan you out to somewhere and then eventually maybe give you a chance in a year or two that I think um, could be very tempting for Duncan and maybe he could force, force something there. But these other offers, I don't, 
I don't think he's really, you know, dying to go right now. So unless it's a, a huge offer for him, I, I don't see him forcing a move out of the club. And obviously, I don't think we want to accept anything. I think there's probably like a five or six million dollar offer that could come in that would be enough to maybe tempt us to take it. Uh, but right now, I think it's like they're not near that number. And I think that really we don't want to let him go. So unless it's a really good offer, I don't see anything happening this window. And also, I think Duncan, I'm hoping that he is level-headed enough of a guy, which I think he is, um, to know that he can learn still a lot in this league. And he's got, like you talked about how much he learned from Oscar and everybody yeah. in this last year. He can repeat that, you know, so I don't think there's any rush for him. It's not like he's peaked at this level and, you know, like he obviously did a very good first season, but the second half of which, you know, it wasn't so great from Duncan. He didn't get as many goals. So obviously it shows that he's not, you know, killing it every single week. There's still things he can do. There's still more to achieve here. So I think he knows that. And I think he's smart enough to say, I'll go to Europe when the time is right and definitely to a better club than, than Blackburn. <laughs> RWD Molenbeek. How are you? Yeah, uh, Paola, you know, he's better than that. Right? Uh, Paola, we could make he maybe play against. No, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get that cocky about us playing against RWD Molenbeek. Paola, what are your thoughts about Duncan? I mean, to me, the best game he had was when he retired Michael Bradley. <laughs> to me, that was, I think, where he made the biggest impact. I mean, that goal was just like. See you later, Michael. And I think, and I think that was his last goal, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. I think, I think so. I, I agree with all um, that John said, and obviously, I don't think that we have seen his peak. We have seen him, you know, uh, score some goals and and everything, but he's still young. Like I wouldn't go to Europe, Europe then yet. Like, I will stay one more season, and then if I see here through summer a better offer and he has succeed every single goal that Oscar Pareja gave him to him, hey, let him go. Let's, let's let him develop in Europe with a good team. Right now, I have never heard about that team. No offense, right? But um I feel that we still need to see the real Duncan Maguire, that he's a little Pokemon and he's going to grow little by little. <laughs> so Evolving hasn't... Duncan. I, I love that. Yeah. Like he Morgan hasn't has, evolved He yet. has another form. He has a mid-level form to exactly. reach. Exactly. He's a little, he he's a little, yeah. I don't it's know, Pikachu. Like, right. It's like yeah. Frieza. Now, now it makes the like question Dragon what? Ball. What Pokemon is Duncan, right? If he was a Pokemon. Yeah, or, or like in Dragon Ball World, it would be like Frieza's transformations, right? So, you know, like, you know, the uh, Frieza tra second transformation. I think he's in the second transformation. He, he still hasn't well, achieved his Yeah, he had college Duncan. Now we got like MLS Duncan. Right. Exactly. Europe Duncan, Europe Duncan will get baby. there. He's just not hit Europe Duncan yet. Right. He's like Charizard. There you go. There you go. Okay. I love it. <laughs> All right. So uh, who else do we have to mention on? Uh, no, I mean, I think, I, think we, I think we got all of them. I mean, you know, obviously. We talk about uh, this guy. We didn't talk about Nico. No, yeah, no. that's why I'm, I'm, I'm about to go. I'm about oh, to go sorry. Into sorry about that. Louis, sorry. Yeah, so I'm about to go into, to me, uh, an unexpected signing. Uh, from Nicola Odero, right, from the Seattle Sounders. Um, an intricate part for the success for the Seattle Sounders uh, as an organization, as a signing, as an impactful player in the MLS. Um, obviously not the most uh, name-recognized, you know, uh, player. You know, it's not a Beckham, it's not a Messi, right? But... If you want to talk about a player that made an impact in the league, this is one of the well, this is one of the guys right here. I mean, uh, he's made an impact in every team he's ever played. Adge when he goes to to Netherlands, to the Netherlands, he he gets free food. I mean, people in uh, Ajax love him over there. Uh, when he goes to Uruguay, he doesn't have to pay for anything because all have have the have Uruguay's nationality uh, is our, our national uh, supporters. So, you know, they love him there too. So 
I mean, this guy, everywhere he goes, he's loved and praised and everybody praises his work ethic. So I just think he's going to be a great locker room presence for the team. And don't get me wrong, but he has um, he has great goals with the Sounders in the 10 position. So, I mean, he still has some, you know, gas left in the tank. Um, you know, it's a, to me, it's a plug and play. You know, I do still feel, though, that we need this is just my opinion a younger Carlos Hill type player that maybe can be mentored by Nico at that point if you're telling me that Nico is going to be my 10 you know you have to understand Mauricio's 32 Nico's 34 so we just went up two digits on the age scale. Now, he could be doing CrossFit. He could be doing, you know, uh, body, you know, body boot camp. He may be doing less meals. Great, but he's that doesn't take the fact that chronologically, he's thirty-four years old. And, you know, and you're more prone to injuries. You're more prone to being sidelined. You know, I, I, I mean, I just want to bring a little bit of reality. I know. What are your thoughts there, uh, John? <laughs> you look like, I'm like I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm just saying like, you know. No, you know? I agree. I agree entirely, Luis. And I think that's why everybody is like, you know, skeptical of the fact that he's 34. I think I think he's still got, a, you know, something to offer at MLS. Sure. I don't, you know, I think he. Like we saw Mauricio slow down a little bit. He's he slowed down a little bit, but I still think he's very, very top quality for this league. Like he's he's up there. I mean, the guy got 58 goals in his time in Seattle on 231 appearances and also 62 assists during that time. So compared to, you know, obviously he was there for mo many more years, like he was there for eight years almost, whereas we had uh, Mauricio for only three or four. But the the ratio is far higher on goals than assists for for nico like he exactly he seems to just be that guy um who who could team can run around now i don't think he can play every game for us i agree entirely i think that's that's the question and that will go on to what we kind of talk about in our our next section in a bit but um really you know where where is he playing is he playing every week Probably he's going to play the 10, we, we assume, but he can play anywhere of those three positions across. So how are we going to use Nico? Nico is the big the big question for me. And is he going to be the main guy and we going to rely on him all the time? And if that's the case, then that kind of worries me a little bit. Um, and a lot of people still want a younger 10. So uh, how does that affect? And would they start over him or would they learn from him? We don't know. These are the questions that uh, still need to be answered. Well, I know that it was a great deal because it was not a DP. You know, I mean, the I think the whole deal, you know, Definitely. after the departure Free of Gino Urso and Mauricio Pereira, I mean, you're losing depth right there. And then you're pretty much replacing that veteran depth with just one player, you know, uh, because you want to make space in the roster to sign someone bigger, right? It, it makes a lot. I would have done the same move. I, I think, in my opinion. But I mean, what are your? Con do you have any concerns or any thoughts regarding Mauricio, Paola? Mauricio oh, sorry, uh, Nico, Nico. Nico. <laughs> yeah, I'll get confused. Oh, we're gonna do that all the it's time. So similar, <laughs> Mauricio. You know I, mean? Like, I mean, Nico. Oh. They you know? change almost the pl the same player, so no worries. Really. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> no, I I do have concerns, but at the same time, like. Yes, he's two years older than Mauricio, but every every single person aged differently. Like maybe we can see a, a Nico that um, Oscar Pareja can can give him a little bit of more gas left in the tank. Like Oscar did it with Nani, Oscar did it with Pato. I, I'm not surprised is if Oscar Pareja do it with Nico. Like in the last four years, I have Nico's goals, like the total goals. In the last four years, since 2020 up to 2023, his total goals are 17 goals and 22 assists, right? Because I saw a lot of people, like, 
their concerns like, oh, Nico is not the same as 2016 when he got into the Sounders. Yes, that's a reality. But at the same time, he has a bunch of veteran um, story and then um, he has been the CONCACAF. He already won the CONCACAF. He's he has two MLS Cubs. So we need his guidance with these younger players that I, I think they will benefit for him, from him. And we can benefit from him in the set pieces, too. He's a good set piece uh, goaler. So I'm thrilled. I'm concerned. I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned because of his age. But um, I am, like, calm because I have seen it from Nani. I have seen it from Pato um, that Oscar Pareja put a little bit of his magic into this veterans player. So that's my my thought, Luis. Yeah. We're going to definitely wish him the best here in Orlando City. I think he's going to make quite a, a huge impact. His jersey has sold a lot of jerseys in Seattle. So um, I have no doubt that he's going to sell a lot of jerseys here in Orlando as well. And he's going to be a mentor for the young Uruguayans that are in, in, in our team. So that's going to be great. But, you know, now we're going to go to some rumors here. Um, definitely a position that we're definitely looking after Antonio Carlos' departure is a center back position. And there was a rumor coming in from um, Football Norway, I do want to say, uh, Football Norway, Norway footy, that um, they call him the Viking also, David, David Bracalo. Oh, no, he, he plays for the Viking. That's the name of the club. That's the name That's of the, the club. club. Yeah, I also got confused by that when I first read it. No, oh. he, he, yeah, the club is called Viking that he plays for. Oh, okay. So the team, the team that he plays is called Viking. Wow. Yeah. And, and the right. Swedish and made, first, right. uh, sorry, the Norway first division. Yeah. Norwegian so Norway first division, uh, the Viking and uh, David Bracalo um, apparently was rumored that, that he got in an offer from uh, Orlando city and uh, the player seems to want to leave the, uh, the, the, the Norway, you know, Norway's club, you know, Viking, but uh, unfortunately the club it's playing hard to get and it's playing, um, uh, playing a hardball. And so, you know, I think that, uh, he also has played in Sweden. So he played in Malmo as well. He's played in, um, other big clubs. He's only 25 years old. He's right footed, you know, he's from Slovenia. That's his, where he's from. And, uh, you know, he, he was, uh, Set to, he was pretty much set, uh, told that he was the best center back in Norway for in the region league. Uh, unfortunately, he did had a knock, a big injury that kind of made, made him sidelined, and uh, he's just now back in full form, so he's looking obviously to leave Norway. So, um, he's keen to the move, um, he's keen to. To, to move uh, to, to the City Beautiful, but his club is playing hard to get. I don't know. What are your thoughts regarding this player? I mean, it seems like it's a, it's a top of the Orlando City signing we're used to, you know, low risk with a high reward, you know, something coming from cheap, you know what I mean? Something that's going to come from a, from a something that is going to get used to playing with uh, Robin. I don't know. What are your thoughts regarding that, uh, John? I mean, yeah, I think uh, obviously Scandinavia has been good to us, right? <laughs> We've got Thagger Dan and Janssen from there. And um, I, it's uh, it's somewhere there like um, M- uh, St. Louis just went and picked up a right back out of Scandinavia. There's quite a few other MLS teams that are going there this window and picking up guys because you can find the right player for the right price. I mean, he's, you know, his, his market value apparently is at $3.5 million on transfer marks so i did a little back and forth on twitter with the guy who reported this and he was kind of saying that you know if we make the right offer uh we can steal him away from from viking fk so he he's actually a slovenian um himself and obviously playing there so he has played for the slovenian national team he's got 11 caps for them so it's not bad he seems like one of those players that you know could be a a real gem and uh you know big strong 
I don't know about his passing ability, but definitely from what I've seen online, you know, he's a, he likes to get up and head the ball. You know, he's just a typical center back, really someone that would partner Jansen extremely well and hopefully would, would bond with him well in the sense that they're both, you know, not obviously from the same country, but there's, you know, a certain amount of Scandinavian uh, bond there that they can kind of join together being in the hot Florida sun and explain to him how to not get sunburned, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we have we have actually a video of him defending, if you want to see it real quick. Yeah, like definitely. We could we could put it we could put a little bit of it. Uh, it's gonna be like two two minutes, but um, this is yeah. you know this is just a rumor by somebody that we we assume has some credibility, but we have no idea really. But right. uh, <laughs> I don't know unless this guy's just making things up. No, no. But so I this is it. David Ricala right there. Yeah. You know? There you go. He he's got some. Uh, he's got some. Definitely some danger off the set piece. You know, right, look off the Someone set piece. But something that we're really lacking. What a great header he has got there. We really don't have. You know. Yeah, I mean, obviously highlights. You're just you're just seeing the best of these guys. <laughs> you never see the worst of them in the highlights. But uh, you know, I think attribute wise, right there. Jansen is not the fastest, and we, we love Jansen, but you know in this clip you can see him covering the ground like we need yeah, someone really to cover good. him behind very quickly when we get kind of caught out high up the field in that back line uh from what i also see he can do a bit of dribbling a bit of passing yeah you know, he looks he like a better modern, than Antonio. you know all-around center back the kind of guy that we can trust on the ball but also you know is physical and fast uh in order to be able to tackle and, and do what he needs to do so who knows? Hopefully they make something yeah. happen here. I doubt it would be uh, for a DP slot or the young. DP. We only have a young. DP uh, slot yeah, right I don't. Now, I don't think so. Yeah. I would be doubtful. And uh, we have a last uh, a rumor going around. Uh, I think it's important for us to mention. Uh, Orlando, former Orlando City player uh, Junior Urso. Um, he is being uh, sought after. He wants to stay in the MLS. That's what uh, rumors say. I want to give a shout out to uh, Christian uh, Morais from Territorio MLS, a good pal. Um, he uh, wants to stay uh, with the club. He wants to stay in the MLS. He wants to stay in the in the United States. And uh, apparently, he's gotten uh, a couple of offers on the table from other MLS clubs. Uh, no, no real proposal has arrived yet, but. Uh, you know, he's a former Orlando City player. You know, I will suggest him to go out west. That's just my suggestion. Junior, go out west, man. You know what I mean? You can go to the Galaxy. You know, they just signed a, a Brazilian 10 uh, from Vasco da Gama. Peck, a really good player. So, should definitely do that. So, uh, wish him the best. Um, any thoughts you guys have regarding uh, Urso trying to look stay in the MLS? No. No. I mean, good luck to Junior. I love him. I would like him yeah. to find a home. That'd be nice. Wish is not a rival of us. That's the only thing that I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, don't go side for Atlanta or Miami or something, dude. Please. I really doubt that is Miami, but Atlanta. I could see it like Charlotte or, you know, somewhere that's like, as, like Montreal. Somewhere that's struggling that could use, you know, some veteran I mean, MLS. Ruan is going to Montreal, so probably he will recruit. Ruan, if they play like Ruan is going to Montreal, wingbacks. Oh, wow. yep. Ruan would be a great wingback in that sort of nonce system, because that guy who went to Montreal is going to employ the nonce system. I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, that's why. But yeah, so, Ruan is going to Montreal. Yeah. Um, so now let's do the the lineup. You know, with, with Nico, with Nico Ladero, uh, and. Uh, and what are our needs, right, that we need uh, in depth? So, um, obviously, Pedro Galese up top, correct? Right, guys? Well, Pedro yeah. Galese in goal. When you say yeah. up top, makes me feel like up top on it's the picture. Tracker. Yeah. Not, not on top in the, on the pitch. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. On goal, on goal. Okay. Definitely. So, Pedro. Then uh, obviously your center back duo. Um, 
for now is and blank is Jensen. Well, and Schlegel, because Schlegel, I, I think for now that's what we have. I mean, if Orlando is targeting uh, a center back, do you think he'll be a DP center back? No, I I would be. Uh, I mean, that's that goes back to another question about center attacking mid really like we have that one young dp slot right now that we can use if it's not going to be on a center attacking mid because there are other options that we do which i'll talk about in a second but if not then it might be used for a center back but i i would be surprised i think like a max tam like a high tam kind of player for the other center back okay so like, uh we're, we're having uh we're ho- we're having uh here uh, Santos, correct? Important part of the team. Santos right? is that left back, gotta be. And we're keeping on a double pivot. Uh I know that um you have Cesar. Uh he's yep. gonna be playing the, the under twenty-three uh Uruguayan national team, right? Uh for the Paralympics. And uh, right here is going to be Wilder, right? And I believe, I mean, I don't know what are your thoughts, but I think Nicola Dare is going to be our, our, our number 10 for now. I think we're talking about mark. that young attacking mid. I think, I don't know why, more and more every day, I feel like they brought in Nico to teach Faku how to be the 10. Okay, I agree. So, it just makes a lot of sense. We yeah, were talking it does. about it, Paula that he used to play the ten and and Pinerol and like he you know kind of sees himself right. I think in some ways he sees himself as that guy, the ten to run the team around. So who better than to teach him than essentially his idol? I mean, I imagine the guy's his idol, or at least he looks up to him in that way because he's just a national hero. So. Nico teach Faku, right? Am I am I wrong about this or? Well, I mean, I he's know. getting the number ten jersey apparently, according to a, a long. Well, there's that too. I mean, that kind of sparked a thought in my mind. I know right. you don't just because you're getting the ten jersey doesn't mean you play the ten center he attacking played a ten, position. He played the ten in Peñarol, but it it kind of all adds up. Nico, the jersey, we haven't bought another ten yet. Okay, so we're probably going to see then. We're going to see. Are we ready to see Faku here? I don't know. This is just me spitballing. It's like one I, of I, many. I agree with you. Paulo, I agree you, with you. I don't. Think? I don't. I'm not against the, the move of having Facundo Torres playing the ten. He's he's done it in Peñarol. I won't you know? be surprised. I think probably Faku said, "Hey, I want to play. If Pereira is going to leave, I want to play number ten next year." Right. And like John said, they bring Nico into the equation to guide this 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 guy. So I can see him or Ojeda, but I I see more Faku as a ten yeah, because I I see, he used I, to do it. So I agree. I also think that regardless, one of them has to play the ten, and that's also why it's like okay, we bring in another guy. Well, you don't need another guy. You just need one of them to be the guy. Who plays the ten? Right. Last year there was that Mauricio like the only blocking that also, whole thing from happening. Now that there's switch. no Mauricio. You, you've got an option for one of them to become that guy. Right. Plus in transition, if you have Angulo, because Angulo is going to be our, our left wing for sure. Um, you know, if you have let's say Ojeda here, Ojeda can switch with Facundo. To, he, I mean, he, they can switch positions in transition either way. So. I mean, they've done that, they've yeah. done it already the, the last season. So, um, so are we ready to see Ojeda on the right? Yeah. I think that makes I mean, sense. I think to me. Ojeda, Ojeda just he wants to shoot, you know. But I think also he could play the ten. I think either of them could do it. You just have to commit to who's doing what, mm-hmm. and like actually, you know, we saw earlier like in the. 2023 season times when Faku played the 10 times when Ojeda played the 10. So the question is who, and, or, or maybe it's going to be Nico and some other guy that we don't know yet. Right. It can still happen that we get a young DP cam in. So maybe that's the three scenarios that I see playing out, which one of those it is. I think we'll know more 
I think it's going to go more towards on. knowing the front office. I have a feeling that it's going to be more of the, you know, Lodero mentoring Facutores and him taking the 10. I think, and then Ojeda playing, you know, because he's a, he's a DP, so he's going to be playing that, that right wing and trying to find partnerships between them three. You know, um, them doing the switcheroo as they always done. You know, them three here in in the in the attacking third. So, and then you know now when it comes to our left back, uh, our right back, sorry, um, Dagger Dan. I, I I don't think there's anyone else you could tell me that's better than Dagger Dan right now. I mean, I wasn't sure that he was gonna be the right back again, but. I think that was just me being like dagger can do whatever you want. You know, like I think Oscar, if you're building a squad right now and you're looking at where you can save money, you're going to go, okay, dagger is a right back. If we want him to be a right back or you got to go out and buy a right back, you know, but obviously dagger can play lots of positions, so he could be useful however we want. But I think his biggest use in the squad and saving money, et cetera, et cetera, is, is being that new right back for us. And, and he can do attack and defense, you know, he, he can be great from that position. Look, not a lot of changes from last season. If you think about it, there's only maybe, and two- that's good. We want to kind of yeah keep this squad together and add the thing I would say is I would like to see Enrique play more, like get get Enrique as the starter on that left wing because you were talking about the three and the fact that they gel together. I think Ojeda, Torres, and Enrique could have some really or so you know you you, you Ojeda, see Ojeda, Torres, and 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 Nico. I think Enrique is in that same idea where he he knows how to play, and I think that left wing spot is <laughs> is is so much better for him than the striker position. So I do think Agulo is going to play a lot, but I think we're going to see Enrique get more starts this season. At least I hope we will. Um, I mean, the guys get called up to the Argentinian national, you know, U23 team. So he's definitely, yeah. you know, a hot talent. I think we just need to give him more play time. Definitely. Um, so, you know, do we feel that Duncan is going to be our top striker and we may get um, like, a, like a veteran to, to mentor him or, or we're not going to get another attacker that's going to be just Jackling and, and Duncan? No, I feel that we need to get a veteran striker to to guide them because right now we have too many. It's good that we have young players, but at the same time, we we need another one and a veteran one. Not, I I, I feel that we need it. We should get uh, the super saiyan of of, of goals, uh, Raul Rudias, Nico's friend. <laughs> I think I think if you've got Duncan till the summer, almost like you can get away with like having one veteran striker in there who's like mm-hmm. a bit older that you know we, we got that's okay. I think the thing is if you're if planning that Duncan's gonna go in the summer, it would almost be better to get his replacement now. Now, exactly. you know, get them, and that would hopefully be a younger guy. But it, it's a toss up. If you want goals and you want, you know, there's. Go find yourself an MLS veteran or, you know, a South American veteran who can just bang them in for you. So maybe that's what we need. But also we need someone that's not going to hit the the wage bill too hard. You know, I'd really love like a Suarez type that we can pay nothing to. That sounds great. Can we get that deal? We probably will with this front office. They're magicians. Without the knee problems, that would be great. Exactly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't need we don't need a very uh, injury prone player in our in our squad. <laughs> we don't need the entire retirement. Exactly, team. just, just so, one retirement guy. So if you're listening, um, we have Galese and goal. You have uh, Dagger Dan. Then you have maybe a possible signing, Robin Jansen, Santos as your left back. You have your double pivot of Cesar Araujo and Wilder Cartagena. Your number ten will be Facundo Torres. Uh, as your left wing, you'll have Ivan Angulo. As your right winger, you'll have Martin Ojeda. And right up top, Alan of the Heartland, Duncan McGuire. So that's your Orlando City squad. Solid lineup. Uh, very excited. Uh, and I guess uh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do questions now. Uh, let's read some comments. It says, uh, Joshua Tall, I can't wait for tonight's show. And Orlando City made some moves. 
Joshua Tall, I think we need a, a center attacking midfield, a center back, and maybe a left a left back. I agree. Joshua Tall, I hope we maybe get that center back that we're interested in. Uh, Cesar Araujo got called up for Uruguay. I do agree. And he's going to wear number five, which is great. Uh, Anthony Solis, uh, if Angulo could finish up his shots, he would be such a major threat. I yeah. did. He, he, he wouldn't be playing in the MLS. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it says, uh, do you know uh, much about that center back we're interested in? Yeah, we just talked about that. Thank you so much for that. I don't. I don't know much about him. I got to do a bit more, bit more research on Bracala. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we 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 wake up every weekend and say, "Hey, no. I'm gonna watch the Norwegian league yeah. here." <laughs> right. It's hard uh, to uh, it's hard to judge these guys off their highlight reels. Yeah, Emily Dinsmore. I want to say hello to Emily. Says, "Well, uh, while it hurt to see uh, the bear go to the to arrival, can't help but wish Ursa the best." Yeah, me too. Yeah. Emily Dinsmore, if Faku plays a 10, could that get Ojeda more time as well? Yeah, I do. I think he'll be our right winger. And that's that's a big part of it. It's like whether either one of them plays a 10. I, we just need, like, we can't have Ojeda as the DP. Yeah, we cannot have him as a side. Right? We got to, they got to figure that out this season. Yeah. That's a, a big thing. Jeffrey O, we need Gabby Gold. I agree with Jeffrey O. I bring Gabby Gold here. Gabby Gold will love it here. I think I Gabby mean, Gold, he's the striker it'd, it'd from Flamengo. Nice. It'd be nice. It'd be amazing. I mean, think about it. It'd be, you know, um, you know, I, I think I think that'd be fantastic. You know, thank you so much for everyone that dropped their comments. You know, uh, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Um, do we have anything else to add, uh, John? Am, am I skipping something? No, I think that's that's everything. I'm pretty much on our show. Yeah, we wanted to go ahead and thank you guys for, for all your support. Uh, keep dropping us your comments. Uh, we're going to be a little bit more active on the, on the social media accounts now. Uh, and, uh, again, go vote for our brand-new logo. There's a lot of good news happening within within uh, Loud and Proud Orlando. So, I, again, uh, we're going to have uh, well the new time, 730. Uh, we're going to have an extra LPO day during the week and then also a pride pod strictly for Orlando pride. So uh, thank you all. Thank you to Paola, to John. And uh, it says, Emily Dinsmar, can't wait to see y'all back in the stadium. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Oh, so, I'm counting um, the days till this preseason game. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys, we'll see you guys uh, in a couple of days and vamos Orlando. Thank you guys. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Let's go. Have a good one.